Hi, and welcome to the Fully Alive podcast. I'm Olga, and I'm an international mindset and confidence coach with over a decade of corporate experience in six different countries, and I'm a mom of two little kids. I believe that life is the most precious thing that we have and that it is meant to be an experience of awe, excitement, joy, love, fascination, connection, meaning, and limitless possibilities. Or put in short, an experience that allows you to feel fully alive. Now this podcast is for all of the women out there who are tired of living a life that is ticking all the boxes of societal success. It is leaving their souls miserable, empty, and burnt out. I'm here to share all of the tools, mindset shifts, experiences, and the wisdom that I have gathered over the past seven years, because I want you to reconnect to the intuition, the flow, and the power of your inner soul self again, to create a life of continuous aliveness for yourself. So what do you say? Let's get lit up again. So welcome to a new episode on the Fully Alive podcast. I am so pumped that you're back for episode number two. And today I want to talk to you about the four mistakes that you're probably making on your journey to finding yourself. There's, you know, many things that we can do that help us, but really there's also a number of important things that we probably do that actually self-sabotage us from getting to know our true self more, from stepping more into who we truly are from listening, being able to listen to our soul self, receiving guidance, receiving direction, you know, all those things that we're really like, I think craving, right. And um, that we want more of in our life. So I hope it's going to be like a really short, juicy to the point episode that is going to help you detect whether you're making those mistakes on your current, you know, day-to-day life or in your current journey to reconnecting with who you truly are. So let's start right away with number one. Um, one of the four mistakes that you're probably making is the fact that you're probably just chunking out time for your self-development journey um, or for your soul journey every like quarter, every other month, maybe every just half a year, maybe even just annual, maybe you're, you know, um, you're attending a retreat once a year, or maybe you're doing a course, like, yeah, maybe once a, once a year, a couple, like every half a year, um, because you feel like you maybe don't have the resources to do it, but whatever it is that you're doing, it's rather happening sporadically and not on a consistent basis and not on a, you know, in a shorter frequency than you would you would have to basically be on <laughs> to really see the effects because of course attending let's say a retreat attending or participating in a course it can have a big effect on your life don't get me wrong and it can create like certain ripple effects but the thing is and i have you know been to or attended several courses i've been to like massive events But then the thing is, in the event or during the course itself, you are having maybe great insights and maybe you are having like breakthroughs in your beliefs and you feel like when you're coming home, like you are in this different kind of energy. But then this is what happens. It's like the ripple effect is kind of like fading off, right? Um, 
it's very difficult to maintain a certain energy or a certain um, level of of emotional state, you know, because it's so easy for for us for our mind to like bring us right back <laughs> to uh, our previous reality. Like it's like the mind is telling us, like, hey, you remember this is what our our life is actually supposed to look like not this one yeah this has been like nice and it's been fun but this is the real life that you're meant to like live and so it's very easy for our mind to take us back to our comfort zone comfort zone to our what I call living a life death zone where you know we're not experiencing the things that we want we we're not growing the the way and at the speed that we want, um, where it feels like we're putting in all this work, yet we find ourselves um, in a very similar situation that we've been in, like maybe a year ago or a couple of months ago. So really what you should try to implement is daily activities, daily routines that, you know, you can, how to say, like that you can indulge in so that you really like, maybe it's tiny steps, but like those tiny steps every day, you know, they compound, they compound. For example, when um, when I basically took my year off and I said, fuck it all, like I'm done. I'm done with like the hamster wheel, with the situation that I just painted, where I'm like, I'm doing this stuff, I'm showing up, I'm putting in the hard work, I'm hustling my ass off, yet. Like, I feel like I'm not really advancing, right? So I said, and it felt like very heavy. I felt like a lot of resistance. I felt like it was not in in line with me. It it wasn't the way that I would I would have naturally done things. It was like rather me listening to other people, right? Um, because especially in business where I don't have any like reference to refer to my myself. And so I said, fuck it all. I'm taking a break and I'm only going to come back. Like I'm going to work on the relationship with myself first. I want to reconnect with my soul. And when I feel like I have that spark again, then I'm going to come back. And so basically I spent one year literally just connecting to myself. And um, every day I would just go out like in the morning, Camila was still like a baby. And so every time that she would nap and I would go out with her either in the stroller or with the, what do you call it? Like this baby carrier. And when I was outside, I would just like sit down. I would just get quiet and I would just like go within. And I would just ask, you know, what is my soul calling for today? And I was sitting there maybe sometimes for five minutes, sometimes for 20 minutes, whatever felt right. And what felt like I needed in those moments. But and in the beginning, it was like very, you know, um, I wouldn't say hard, but it felt like I wasn't really getting the connection. You know, I wasn't getting a lot of response. But if you show up every day and whatever your practice is, maybe for you, it's meditation. Maybe for you, it's getting grounded. Maybe for you, it's yoga. Maybe it is just dancing. You know, whatever you feel gives you the opportunity to really just let go like liberate your mind in that sense and um, just be present in that moment just try to practice it every day and you know if it's for example if you enjoy yoga 
and usually yoga classes, you know, they last like an hour or at least half a minute, half a minute, half an hour or something like that. Um, don't box yourself into those routines um, of other people. If you enjoy yoga, just start with five minutes or do 10 minutes, you know, make it as little as needed or as short as needed. Um, and as long as it feels good for you, but if you've, you know, because if you think like, oh my God, I have to do like another half an hour of yoga in the morning, it's like, you're not going to do it. So pick something that, you know, you can integrate very easily, or maybe journaling, whatever activity, there's a lot of activities that you can do. So just pick one and just try to do it every day and just see how that tiny activity, daily, tiny activity is going to compound over time. Um, I am, for example, I'm going back to this practice right now because um, I have been, you know, with having work and having been driving like back and forth to my parents' place to help me, um, you know, help out with the kids during summer holidays, etc. I feel like I'm having problems with establishing the connection again. So this is what I'm trying, like what I'm doing at the moment. I'm just trying to have my meditation in the morning, just sit down and connect and just stick with it. So this is no mistake number one. Don't assume that doing like quarterly, annually, half a year, things like maybe it's longer things for yourself is going to like create consistent and what's the other word I'm looking for not just consistent but you know long-term results for you so try to stick to daily actions and then on top of that do the courses do the retreats do the other stuff okay all right mistake number two numero dos is you're afraid of investing into yourself. If you're anything like me several years ago, it's like you're reading the books. That's your investment. It's like spending maybe 20 bucks there, 50 bucks there. Maybe like if you're really risky, like spending a hundred bucks somewhere else, right? Um, and again, it doesn't matter whether that's some kind of course, um, books or whatever. But the point is you're trying to, to kind of band-aid your your solution together and the thing is there's nothing wrong with making those um, little investments right but if you really want to help yourself you need to get past just you know reading motivational quotes on somebody else's instagram account or reading blog posts that yes they sound interesting and they make you think for a moment but they don't really change anything in your life really like if you were able to like help your like if you were able to help yourself just through reading books or through um reading other stuff or just watch free stuff that other people give you or just like participate in those 100 euro um, courses, you would have already helped yourself, you know? I believe that, and from personal experience, it's like you need to first understand, like get a really good understanding of how things work and learn like certain 
let's say techniques of self-inquiry, like have a good understanding, like basic understanding of who you are, what is going on and build like this good foundation for yourself on which you can then, once you've already know certain processes of self-help, of self-coaching, you know, then you can like do that on top of that foundation. But if you're missing the foundation altogether, it's like those books or those tiny courses or whatever, they will just be like interesting or maybe inspirational or motivational, but that's not going to do shit for your own personal journey towards yourself. So yes, it takes sometimes like a bigger investment, a bigger commitment of maybe, and I don't like, I don't want to say that there's any right number, like there isn't, but it's like, you need to invest into a person through whatever modality or whatever vehicle that they're using to help you get to the next level, whether that is through coaching, whether that is through a course, whether that is through mentorship, whether that is through maybe um, a membership, mentoring, did I already say that? (laughs) Um, You know, whether that is through some whatever, whatever technicality they have, maybe it's through through body work, whether maybe it's through breath work, whatever. Um, But you will probably will need a bigger investment into your person that is already a couple of steps ahead of you in the particular, let's say, topic or in the particular area that you are trying to gain more clarity about. Because otherwise, you know, because that person, he or she has already been there. So they already know what's happening for you more or less. Not everybody has the same, you know, limiting beliefs, the same experiences, but at least they know how and where to guide you through, you know? And you need to consider like, sometimes it feels very scary to invest, um, you know, a couple of thousand euros because you're like, man, this is how much I do like maybe on a month, in a month or whatever, this is my whole paycheck. But just consider, you know, how much time that person must have already spent on their personal journey, just not just in money, but really in time, in commitment, in like devotion. All of that is a lot of value that you're going to get from just this one investment, you know? And so on top of that, you know, just imagine like, yes, maybe spending two or three grand is like a huge deal for you. It has been like a huge deal for me the first time I did that. But you need to consider like, how will your life go if you don't make that investment? Like how much is it going to cost you if you continue in that loop of frustration and self-doubt and worry and feeling like you can't make, you, you can't make really easy decisions for yourself? Because your mind is constantly like crowded with all this bullshit and this back and forth between what you should be doing and um, what you really want to be doing. And I think this is going to to cost you so much more than just giving yourself permission to just try it out. In fact, I think the very first investment that I did, well, the very first investment was my coaching certification. And that was already like over two grand. Um, Oh no, way more. (laughs) Sorry way more. Um, and then the second one was actually going to, to-, to see Tony Robbins in freaking Australia. And that was easy peasy, like 10 grand, I think. But I did that decision just like, whatever, you know, 
I'd rather spend it than, um, you know, continue living thinking like, oh my God, what would it be, what would it have been like <laughs> or something like that? Like constantly like looking back and thinking like, what would I have maybe gained if I did, if I had invested in that coach, if I had committed to that program, if I had done whatever I felt was kind of right for me, right? If I had gone on that retreat. So, you know, don't, don't hold back on trying that out. Just see it as an experiment. Can you live with like losing maybe a couple of grand from your like maybe savings account or bank account? And if the answer is yes, then like, what are you holding back on? Like, don't obviously don't spend it on something that doesn't really feel like 100% aligned with you. If you don't feel like a pull of like, yes, this is it, don't do it. But if you feel the yes and you're like, oh my God, I would love to do this. But your mind can logically like justify why that would be a good idea. Just tune that out. Just listen to your heart. And if you feel that yes, then just try it out and just take the risk. Because that's also like a big part of moving closer to yourself. Many times you have to go against what your head is saying. Like, oh my God, this doesn't make logical sense. Yes, most of the things will not make logical sense to our head because all of the logic is based on past events, past things that it has learned. It has nothing necessarily to do with the reality around us, all right? So point number three is, that is like a really good connection. You're probably looking for answers outside of you or in your head. Like you're looking for logical explanations around what is going on. Um, you're looking to other people, like I was in business, looking for answers in the so-called experts of like what to do. But this is not like what is meant for us. <laughs> I have learned that the hard way. We need to, like the, the, what we need to do, like what the solution is to point number three is look for the answers within. Literally, whatever, like whether that is in business, whether that is in your relationships, in your health, in your, you know, um, love life, in your spiritual life, in like whatever life, any answer or any question that you have or any answer that you're looking for, you can find it within you because your soul already knows, like, like, you know, whatever you want to call it, like your soul, your spirit, your light, your higher self, your, like the universe, it knows the truth. It knows better than this like this mind of ours could ever know. Like I said, the mind, like what it uses for giving you recommendations or answers is literally just a compilation of past events seen or experienced from your perspective. But just because, you know, you have experienced something um, in a negative way yourself does not mean that this was actually the reality, that there were not other opportunities. So if you're going to look for an answer in your, through your mind or in other people, you will always just get a very limited, very filtered response through their perspective, either through your mind's perspective or through that person's perspective. Just imagine like they're wearing glasses with whatever, what you call it, like plus three, mm, it's not degrees, but you know, like the strength of the, of the, of the glasses itself. So imagine you don't wear usually glasses and now you're looking for an answer 
and you're putting on the glasses of that other person that is very maybe short-sighted or um, has diff- has has difficulty with like um, <laughs> oh my god those are not my my like <laughs> my words in English but like uh, has difficulty seeing like looking in the in the god in the distance right you're gonna put on their glasses and your eyes are going to be like what the heck is going on here I can't see anything it seems so blurry right it gives you a headache literally if you wear them for too long and this is what happens if you put on answers from other people or your mind that are not in alignment with your soul your soul knows what you want your soul is there to support you to get what you want but you need to consult it because this is the only source of truth. Um, So instead of following this habit of looking outside, looking into the books, looking into other people, um, look within yourself. And if you're looking for, let's say a mentor or a coach or whatever, let's say course that you wanna take on, I would always recommend you to work with a person that doesn't give you the answers, but that challenges you to find the answers within. It's like, when I work with people, I don't give them any answers. I give them questions and I give them tools and I take them on through certain, let's say exercises to find the answers within them. Because like, I could never, I could never give them what it is that they need to hear or they need to find out about themselves, only their soul knows. So again, when you're going to start um, maybe an activity, a daily activity, use that space to tune in with yourself and find the answer and just listen what it is that you're getting. But I can promise you that if you are going to make that space for your soul, and if you're going to ask it, you are going to receive the answers. All right, and then, fourth mistake that I see people making is you're not setting, let's say, big enough goals for yourself just to stretch yourself, stretch your thinking, stretch your imagination, and you don't take action on them. So what do I mean by them? So, and why is that important? First reason why that is important um, on starting to shift um, this reality, if you are just, you know, playing it realistic, like what is, what is possible for me? What is available for me, right? You need to like think bigger. It's like, imagine like your soul or the universe could create everything for you. Like what would be, what would, what would you want? What would you desire? Start out with that, okay? And even if it feels like, oh my God, I don't think this is possible. It's like, Shh, this is your mind <laughs> stepping in. You want to like, okay, I hear you. Just let me still um, think about all the possibilities. It is important because like mm, triggering your imagination and just allowing yourself to dream about it, desire about it. Like, you know, imagine like wondering, like that's very important. Like use the word, I wonder, I wonder what that would be like. I wonder what my life would be like if I... Um, shared whatever I'm secretly writing, you know, with other people. And I wonder what my life would be like if I really 
did just try out this project and shared it with other people. I wonder what would happen if I talked to a publisher. I wonder what would happen if I moved to the other country. I wonder what would happen if I changed jobs, you know, and just allow your imagination to go to that place because this will ultimately allow you to, number one, start stretching your comfort zone, your zone of this is what is realistic and this is what is logically available to you. Because it's not about what is logically available to you. It's about what do you want, you know? So um, allowing for your imagination to go places, it's just allowing yourself to open up this whole new sphere of possibilities. You know, taking off, let's say, those glasses that you had borrowed from the other person earlier, just taking it off and really like taking away those blinders that have been like put on the side of your of your eyes and just have a look. I mean, I even dare you to have a look around whatever, wherever it is that you're sitting now and look for three things that you haven't really noticed before or you haven't paid so much attention, even in our homes, there are things that, you know, we don't even see, like, because we, we don't allow for ourselves to see them. Or when you are going to go to work, like on your way to work, for example, or on your way to the bakery or on your way to the cafe that you're always love to have your coffee, I dare you to pay attention and find three to five things that you've never noticed before, but they've always been there, you know? But your filtered reality has never noticed them. And so this is what wondering and allowing for your imagination to go places is doing for you. It's taking off the blinders. And number two of why that is important, you know, not only to allow yourself to desire new things, set bigger goals, um, and take action on it. Like the action part is so important because... The key, the key resource that your mind has to hold you back from your desires is, is fear. So the only way that you can really make that fear disappear and yeah, fear disappear really is by taking action, by winning over that fear. Like you can't win over that fear mentally. <laughs> like I remember the first, when I, when I literally just started out and back then I had a coach and he challenged me to like, I was like, okay, I think if I did a Facebook live, I was so afraid of doing a Facebook live. because <laughs> It's just so ridiculous when I look back. But in that moment, I was petrified. I was petrified to do a Facebook live. And I said, well, you know, maybe I can do it like next week because I need to prepare this and this and this. This whole preparation thing obviously was like a safety strategy from my mind to help me not do it. And he was like, okay, I challenge you to do it uh, tomorrow or later today. I, I don't remember what it was, but it was like very, very close. And I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, okay, I commit because I'm, I'm not that kind of person to like chicken out. And so I committed and then either that same day or the next day I did it. And literally just the moment when I clicked go live, my fear, boom, went away. It went away in just like one click. And I had been like so petrified and anxious of that moment for like <laughs> probably months 
up until that point. And so literally when I hit that button, that fear went away and actually excitement kicked in. There's two, two interesting points to that, to those kind of situations. First of all, literally like we need to prove our mind that whatever it is afraid of has no real, let's say foundation or justification. And once you take the action, you're literally showing your mind like, hey, dude, it's fine. You know, I'm still alive. <laughs> I'm still living and um, hasn't been that bad, actually. And if you're going to enjoy it, well, even better, right? Because this gives it like an extra punch of like, see, I even enjoy it. And the second interesting thing is, and the more actually, the more you do it, you know, the more repetitions you have, for example, for me, I went live like after that, like, I don't know how many times. And every repetition is just like um, a solid, is that a word? Solidification. <laughs> You're just solidifying like that belief around for me, for example, going on, on a, doing a Facebook live is safe. I'm good. Um, and so your mind will build less and less and less resistance. So literally you've won over that fear because you took the action. If you don't take the action, your mind will keep you in this like fear fabric of fabric, fear, um, fear production <laughs> in this fear, uh, let's say production um, of story, like coming up with uh, stories, different stories. Um, and it's just going to like increase like the basically the insanity of those uh, stories every time more and more to keep you from it. Um, so the moment you take action, you're actually like taking that power away from your mind. And this is why it's so, so powerful, you know. But the second interesting point about those situations is that mm, many times like our our mind or our, our brain cannot really differentiate between, it feels an energy, it feels, um, it feels an impulse, an energetic impulse, and it cannot differentiate between fear and let's say excitement. Like it doesn't know what meaning to give to this kind of energy. So if you don't define it, and if you don't tell your mind what it is, what this energy that you're feeling is all about, your mind is going to like, it's, default mode of like fear um let me give you another example a couple of years ago um i was doing um a live session at the world parenting forum in mexico and i was hosting a session with byron katie she's a very very um known and uh famous person in this per personal development space and it was in front of I think easily 300 people was the audience and I was about to go on stage and hold this like, um, yeah, manage and moderate this whole thing. I've never done something like that before. I've never, done, I've never spoken in front of 300 people like live on a big stage and even less so hosted um, a whole, like, I think it was a two hour session at least with Byron, somebody like Byron Katie. And I was just behind the stage and I was like, you know, I, I was wearing the clothes that really make me feel like I'm shining um, and all of that. But I felt the nervousness. I, I was feeling that kind of energy. But I was like, I am, I'm feeling excited. I'm really excited. I'm really pumped to go out there. Whatever I'm feeling, it is just like, you know, 
the the joy or really like the excitement that is in me I'm not scared I'm excited I'm excited and I was just like repeating that to myself and when I went out there on stage I wasn't feeling afraid I was literally just excited so you need to be in control of that situation when you know whatever your Facebook live or speaking on stage moment is even if it's just like reaching out to people maybe on social media or reaching out to to like I said publishers or even friends or even you want to just share something yeah with friends or families maybe a project that you've been working on when you feel that like emotion coming you define what that emotion is and you don't allow your mind to to let your trick into the belief that this is fear this is dangerous you tell it i'm excited to share this i'm excited to reach out i'm excited to do xyz and just feel the difference the moment that you hit whatever contact record or you open your mouth to share all right so those are the four mistakes that i see people making and i think when you start switching them and um start like practicing whatever I've shared with you today. Um, I do really believe that things can radically shift for you in your experience. Um, and they are not like very difficult things to do. You just need to give yourself permission to do them once and um, experience them and then do it over and over and over again. Um, and the more you do it, like I said, the more that fear that you're the fear, the frustration, maybe the difficulty that you're currently feeling is going to fade away slowly. And obviously there's going to come like new, <laughs> new lessons that we need to learn. But once you get like a little bit of a hold on like how to navigate yourself through that whole journey, the easier it will get. I promise you that. And if you actually want to do like almost all of those <laughs> four things, um, you know, with just one action, I invite you to join the Fully Alive retreat that I'm host, hosting hosting in October on Mallorca. Um, it's going to be four days of transformation, very intimate retreats. Um, we're going to do so many different things of like energy work, emotional work. We're going to really uh, do identity work. Um, we're going to like... I just want to have like a good time when I do personal development and I want it to be impactful. So this is what you can kind of expect, like a good mix of different modalities um, that will help you to like guide you through uh, those four days and really going from that version of you that feels stuck and frustrated because things are not working and you're tired of hitting the, let's say, glass ceiling off that level and really break through and step in into that self of yours that feels fully alive that feels powerful as fuck that feels like everything is possible that is going to make those investments that is going to take that action that is going to hit the record button right that is um going to take care of herself after that every day and really pursuing her desires in a completely different way with a lot more trust and a lot better connection to your intuition and so if that's interesting to you, if you feel like that sounds really good, then just reach out through a DM. Um, best platform to get in touch with me is on Instagram at the Olga Mueller or send me an email to um, Olga Mueller 
Coaching at gmail.com. And I'll send you more details if you want to. Um, but the sign up will be closing um, on the 18th of September. So just keep that in mind and um, reach out to save your spot before that. With that being said, I really hope you enjoyed this episode today. Um, I definitely felt all the energies, um, which is making me so happy. And um, if you enjoyed it, just share that episode, you know, on your stories, tag me and I'll reshare your story, of course, because that will help me to reach, you know, more people like you and help them on their personal journey to themselves so that, you know, we can all follow um, the path in life and create that life that we truly want. And it feels really good for us. That's, you know, my biggest kind of um, aspiration that I have. And I just want, you know, so many women to just be themselves, step into their power and, you know, share their genius with the world. So that would help me a lot if you would share that. And um, leave me a comment if you enjoyed this episode. And if you enjoyed it, then I hope that I'll see you next week again. Bye, you guys. Bye.